Hello there. So, we uh, we totally nailed that first totally try, right? That. that was that, awesome. That was actually first try. That was yeah. Seen it before gold. Seen it before gold. The gold standard. Yeah, because not ha- usually the case. We have a gold standard here, and we say hello there on first takes. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're I'm Dan. He's Danny, and yeah. we're here to review Kenobi, the uh, limited season series. Limited season. Se- well, we don't know because it, Hayden and Ewan want a season two that we know of. That's and as of right Chow said, as long as they it makes sense, they will do a season two. Yes, which is what I want. I don't know if we need a season two necessarily, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's go with like general reaction right now before we get into everything. General reaction to the show. <clears throat> uh, general reaction. Um, Spoiler free, of course. Like. Like you want to show, like my reaction to like the end of the show, or like just, just, just the whole show, the overall show, or like yeah, okay. that's my reaction. Just, uh, I uh, mean, okay, so we got some cool things and we got some not so cool things, and uh, I'll expand my thoughts that is later. Literally, the most basic thing you could have said. What I'm just just saying that's what we got. Like we got. Li- All right, listen, got a lot there, of fan service, but very sprinkled in we, throughout, which was nice. So. I, when I was telling you, when we were watching the show, there was there, I said there's a list of things that I want to happen. We we, we got that. I think we got all, I got all of them, but I'm still kind of iffy. So I'm realizing that fan service isn't everything, and I'm glad they didn't give it to us all at once because that would have been the right. wrong move. So. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like I said, you know, so I'm iffy on the show. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into uh, let's get into it right now. Grogu! Oh, oh, we got the boy here. We got here. the boy here. The boy. Okay, cool. He's here to join us on our <laughs> epic travels through... Yes. Um, I just spit all over Our epic <laughs> travels through... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> through the Tatooine-ness in Dayu. Tatooine, Dayu. We got... Um, Mapuzo. Mapuzo. Mustafar, a little Mustafar, bit. Mustafar, technically, yeah. And then some moon. Um, yeah, some moon where they had the final battle. But yeah. Spoilers. But yeah, let's start with uh, part one here. Um, get my notes. Yeah, get our notes out. So, All right, right off fo- the bat. Starting at the very beginning, the four-minute recap was so epic. They yes. did such a good job with it. They that. really hyped up the prequels, get yeah. me ready for it. I'm like, oh, this is going to be like, like, oh my God. like he's the chosen one, and then he falls. And it's like, it's so... It's like it's yeah, it really... Like that editing really simplified why I love the prequels. Yeah. Because... Like it just, it just, it took all the best parts and it made it like, yeah, mm-hmm. a hundred percent. Um, and then starting off with Order sixty six too, from a different point of view. Like, yes, I was like, oh shit! Once I saw the helmet, I'm like, oh shit! Like, it's it Order sixty six immediately with Order yeah. sixty six. So like, my see my my thing my issues with the show are shown right off the bat. Why start off the Obi Wan show? With a scene of Reva in Order sixty six, I understand like it's important to show like a different perspective. It's it's nice to see a different perspective of Order sixty six, but this is the Obi Wan show. This isn't about Reva, or it shouldn't be about Reva. So as I'm saying, it's like the first shot is always the most important, and this is that's what they're trying to say. I think that like this is Reva's show origin. So. In a no. way, yes. I mean, this show was as much hers as it was Obi Wan's, but like, which I don't think should have been the case. I think it should have been Vader. You know? Yes, I mean Vader was obviously basically like a whatever human part was left of him by the end of the show. Yes. And, um, Obi Wan wanted to see you, McGregor. Obi Wan. <laughs> I mean, um, he is the one in the same, yes. basically. 
Obi-Wan is struggling to like reconnect with the force and reconnect all these feelings he's had built up over the last nine years or whatever it's been, nine, ten yeah. years. So it's it's just a whole mosh posh of whatever hell is going on. Yeah. I think this this first episode did a pretty good job establishing where Obi-Wan is emotionally, mentally. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, not that I, I don't disagree with what they did for Obi-Wan. I like I like this sad kind of like withdrawn from the force thing but a few fans fans have brought up a good point there's a lot of discourse around this entire show different opinions how the show should have gone yeah what it should have been what else to do with star um, wars yeah so but a couple couple fans have mentioned that like obi-wan's only job is to be prepared for if uh, empire invasion uh finds luke right yeah. so he shouldn't be cut off from the force which i thought was a little kind of like yeah you're kind of right but at the same time, like that's that has, says nothing about Obi Wan's emotional state. So I'm glad they went this route instead. So I completely agree with that. Like his emotional state was much more fractured than anything else yeah. in this. So and that kind of mirrors Vader in a way as well, trying to let go of his broken past. So yeah, it's very uh, very well put together in that instance. All right, back the Inquisitors. We get Inquisitors in a live action TV show. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I was when I first saw them in the trailer. I'm just like, interesting. We're getting Inquisitors yeah. in like so Inquisitors. I didn't realize this, but this that was a fully uh, like Disney invention idea. Yeah, and one of the better ones that they've I think they've done because I always wondered why well, this rule of two is kind of dumb. Like I understand it's part of the lore, but it's a little bit of dumb because it, it leaves it leaves like you have to make backdoor you know, explanations for why there's more Sith or like to introduce more cooler characters. And I always think this, the dark side was a cooler side of the force, like, like more interesting characters, right? It's more emotional. Exactly. It's more emotional get, and stable. Yeah. Exactly. You get more out of it. So I like that the Inquisitors are, are a thing. And, um, but one thing I'm not too keen on is like, I still don't like how, how the Grand Inquisitor looks. I still don't like it. I've, you know what? And the only reason is because, you know, like, oh, it's just a translation from animation to live action. False. We've seen his species in episode yes, three. Yes, we did. I, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, and I know you probably don't have a big issue with it. I, I don't personally have a big issue with it because um, I'm not, like, I'm very connected with Star Wars, but, like, I'm not uber connected, like, comic book-wise and everything, so. Yeah. Well, I, see, the thing is, though, I'm I'm more in the canon area of the official canon of Star Wars. Like I have all the canon books right now mm. and it just kind of sucks to see that they're kind of a little like overwriting their own canon. And we'll, we'll get more to that, but, but Hey, I mean, you know, Dave Filoni has basically done all of this with the help of John Favreau. And like, if he wants to rewrite it, he can fucking rewrite it. I don't care. Honestly, as long as it makes sense at the end of the day, like grand Inquisitor, nothing really. It, okay. He's still the same character. Yeah. Yes. But, it's like, you know, he just looks different. So I, I don't know. He's not Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so some cool things. Uh, the very first thing we see with the Grand Inquisitor, I'm going to refer to him as Grandy now because uh, I don't want to say Grand Inquisitor all the time. Um, he he throw, He's looking for a Jedi in like that, uh, that hut or whatever. Or not the hut, the uh, bar area. Uh, and like... He throws off the Jedi by exploiting their compassion. Or actually, that's what Reva ended up doing with throwing a knife at him. Right. I thought that was person. that was Very a cool clever. inclusion because yeah. you know the, the the Jedi will hunt themselves. It's a great thing, like mm-hmm. because that's always like um, 
with like Superman, I, I was just talking about this today with a coworker, but like I was saying like how I don't really like Superman because everyone always points to his uh, weakness being kryptonite. Mm-hmm. But no, his actual weakness is helping the good of the, using um, using his moral compassion. Compass. He's compassion, and that's exactly what Reva and the Inquisitors are doing to this you know no name Jedi. I think his name was it was um, uh, I, I wrote down uh, Nari. Nari, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, played by Benny Safdie, who um, did Uncut Gems. Um, if you didn't know that, oh, he was the director. Yeah, hmm. did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we finally get our boy after like 12 or 13 minutes into the episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, he, he, he shows up. He's in a meatpacking like, line or whatever, trying to just, you know, do the day-to-day stuff. Mo- mundane, same thing every day. Every day he wakes up, every night, same nightmare. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, 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 I had that going yeah. for a while. I just, I just yeah, I just rewatched it, it, too. I did, too. It was on Disney Plus, yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was Multiverse of Madness, if no one knows that yeah, by now. Really. Suck. Um. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, so, Obi-Wan, you, you get, I I like the, um, you know, this is another thing that, like, my side of YouTube has really uh, criticized, but, like, Obi-Wan doesn't do shit the entire episode, because it's, where, where you, and these, like, they say, like, oh, he shows, they show a shot of him at work and going on the transport three times, but, like, it's, three different times of an emotional state that you're yes. seeing him in their tent poles for the episode and seeing where he is. So the first one, we're just, we're catching up with him after revenge of the Sith. The second time is after he refuses Bale's call. And then the third one is when he's getting back from, um, when he, like, you know, when he's going to Bale's call or uh, when Bale is in his hut yeah, or whatever. He, had, he sees Nari strung up and everything. Yeah. So we have three different emotional so. states and like uh, his like it, this is very much very clearly modeled after the hero's journey, where he's like refusing the call, right? Yeah, he's struggling with the, you know. Yeah, and when Nari confronts him in the desert, before like as like master, is that you? Like it, it, new rock stars noticed how uh, Ewan McGregor kind of changed Obi Wan's voice a little bit. He didn't say. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that was that's a cool little touch because he mm-hmm. forgot how to do the voice himself. Like before, oh really? Yeah, you McGregor forgot how to do Obi Wan's voice. Well, That's speaking not, of that, yeah. I might have it. I just realized that I because rec- so in one of the episodes I recorded a, a he he says a line and they must have ADR'd or done something, but he just mm-hmm. com- straight up loses his accent. So it might be in my voice memos here. You're trying to find it right on the fly. Yeah, <laughs> oh, f- I don't have it. That's okay. But like he's like, it's in episode four, no five, and he's like. He says like Leia, and then he's like Leia. You think he'd be like, "Be careful," like like a British accent. But he says, "Be careful." <laughs> like it's that, so I'll, sh- I'll show you afterward. I'll edit it in right here. Leia, be careful. See what I mean? So, but you don't know. But I'll I'll, I'll show you later. Yeah, I know what you mean. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Obi Wan is riding the same EOP from the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I like yeah, that. He's still, he's, he's, that's how he gets around. Yeah, that's his friend. Nice little EOP camel thingy. Yeah, <laughs> this camel uh, anteater thing. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Hey, Grogu? Yeah, yeah, right. Mm, Boy. Grogu. Uh, you have anything else on episode one? Because I got a few more uh, things too. But. I mean, just the logical issue. How does um, Nari find Obi-Wan in the desert when the Inquisitors can't find him? Because plot, I figure. Yeah. It's not like he can feel them because then the Inquisitors could be able to feel Obi-Wan too, right? And then I don't think he's too far outside where whatever city he's at, Mos Eisley or whatever. I yeah. think it's Mos Eisley, but... 
Yeah. Who knows? Um, um, oh, completely. All right. So I, I was struggling when to introduce this this uh, note because it has something to do with episode five when when we understand Riva's true motivations, right? So in episode five, we understand that she wants to hunt Vader, and she she so she wants to capture Obi Wan to get close to Vader, yeah. and right. That's so. The thing is, though, it conflicts with her her representation or her portrayal in the first few episodes, where she's like almost a little too eager to kill people. You know what I mean? Like she she is, she's the most rabid. Out of she's all the rec- inquisitors, she's reckless. She's reckless, and she like wants to physically harm people. And she like she cuts off the lady's hand in episode two, and she wants to, you know that she's a, that was episode one, pretty sure. Oh really? Pretty oh sure okay. that was episode one. Yeah, yeah. Well, so she's she's just way too ruthless. And when she when her whole motivations revealed that she wants to get revenge on Vader for being ruthless and like killing her friends, it doesn't make. That doesn't make sense to me. I know she at had, the end she realizes the error of her ways and stuff, but like she had no way to kind of like since she was basically we don't know how long after um, Order sixty six that she was taken in by the Inquisitor program, so it could have been very soon, which would have made her not being able to grieve or get rid of that anger in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. But if it was a while after, I mean, she could have had time to process that, but also get in her head about it and be like. This is all I know. So, like, there's different ways where you can look at it where she is just broken beyond belief. I get, I get what you're saying, and yeah. it's like it's a very fine line. And I just happen to fall on the side where and I don't really like that. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I completely get it. The confrontation with Owen and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yo, you just want to train the boy like you did his father." I was like, "Oh, sick burn." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, we we actually haven't mentioned Leia in this episode yeah, where she gets her next. Um, it's the most we ever see of Alderaan. First of all, I thought that, I'm like that's really cool because yeah. it's it's important it's important for these kind of ancillary shows to introduce or fill in the gaps of for the, the for the bigger movies. Yep. And I think adding more characterization to Alderaan makes makes it all the more hurt when when Alderaan's blown up in Episode Four. Because, you know, in the 70s, we didn't care. We didn't even know what this planet was. We just learned the name of it. But now we know there's Bale, there's um, his wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we know that the bratty cousin of Leia's is on, is on the planet. You yeah, know. We can do without him. So we know, we know more <laughs> about the entire thing. It's, granted, it's, it's little glimpses, which they can't give us everything. But we know roughly what's happening on the planet. So if We get to see Leia in her home element, too. And... So yeah. she's out to her old tricks, though. She's like disappearing and going into the woods and stuff like that. Yeah, which is, I thought it know, was very much like Leia, just like a kid. Yeah. yeah, her mom finds her in the woods, takes her back. She gets bullied by her cousin, whatever, <laughs> and then has a talk with Bale about how she's she doesn't think she's in Organa and all that stuff. And and I yeah, that that makes sense to her character. I think that's really really nice because she she she's, she doesn't fit in. Yeah, she's very much not like you know. She says that like um, I don't want to be a senator. That's it's just like a bunch of um, people in itchy clothing that want to argue, and I'm like, well, one, you're right, <laughs> but two, like, you know, it's it's very much like the Arya Stark things, like that's not me, yeah, thing. But and then that's the reason why she would be the best senator, like she'd be just like her mom, you know, like mm-hmm. Le- or um, Padme, I mean, yeah. But so, then Leia gets fucking. She runs away again, just like well, she doesn't run away. She like. Goes out to play basically, and then gets sacked by Flea 
of the it, red flea, hot chili. Flea from the red hot chili. <laughs> Such flea. a red. I said, like, is that flea? Yeah. yeah. So, whatever. Yeah, okay. That's, that's where this episode basically ends. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the episode ends in when Obi-Wan decides to go out. Yeah, he digs to, up the savers. Yeah, the I sand. thought that was a nice inclusion mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, and he still got Anakin's lightsaber. I'm like, oh. I mean, we knew that he would have it because in yeah. episode four, but it's just nice to see that he's like holding on to that, that piece of Anakin, you know? Yeah, this is one of the best episodes of the show. This first yes, episode. I very definitely well agree. done. It's, it's very much... Uh, it, without the Leia stuff, it's very much what I wanted the whole show to be. Um, just an introspection on Obi-Wan, which why well, I think it might have been a better movie, if I'm being honest. We it was supposed need, to be a movie. It was supposed to be a movie, and I think they added all this like kind of globetrotting stuff, you know, well, it's jumping around. It's like Star Wars. That's all it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. I get it, but like you want to be different, but different in a good way, you know? Mm-hmm. So not Last Jedi different where you want to destroy everything. Yeah. But different in where like you can do something different within the formula and stick within the tradition. So I can I can agree. You know what I mean? So like um it's it's almost as if like the end of the show, spoiler alert, um something or somebody shows up, I won't spoil too much. Somebody shows up and they go into like the canyon and then Obi-Wan kind of it, it it's implied that Obi-Wan's gonna be more on an introspective journey yes. afterward. Yes. That's what it's, what's what I think the show should have been move on the past is the past that's the whole message of this show right you need to move on with your life you can't stay you can't hold on to that negative emotion right yeah that's the whole thing so mm-hmm. I, I like the message that they're including and you know we'll get to it but you know there's there's a lot you gotta of keep saying that <laughs> i i <laughs> but there's just a lot of stuff that's it's like it's like there's so many go- great moments in this show, and then there's so many middling and bad moments, you know. It's just, All right, well, let's move on to episode two, part two. Sorry, part two, part two. Um, Dai was fucking sick. That planet, it, I liked it. Based it was, on like Singapore, Hong Kong, or whatever. One of those, yeah. Planets. Sick. Yeah, it was very. So cool. It was supposed to be. I think it was like. So, like being um uh thirteen district thirteen thirteen with without being Coruscant, you know? Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's just kind of trying to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Um, because they obviously can't go to Coruscant with the Obi Wan show. He's <laughs> he'd be a wanted, you know, in that area. So, um, yeah. But um, the first thing that I noted was the old clone tru- trooper, Jamal Morrison. Yep. That's. It's that that was such a good idea. It was to include him, and then the only way that it, they could have improved on it, and this is uh, this is Jeremy Johns, uh, Jeremy Johns's idea. I, w- I don't want to take credit for it. Um, he said it would be so cool when they eventually when Reva puts the bounty on Obi Wan's head that the old storm or the clone trooper um, gets into action because you know and starts hunting him because good ch- soldiers follow orders. Ooh. That would be so cool if we see Ooh. Tamora Morrison as a clone trooper yeah. fighting Obi Wan. Just Cody, <laughs> yeah, it's just we, yeah, like, you know what I mean. That yeah. would be so cool. But you know, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, uh, we get uh, Hugh McGregor's daughter in this episode as well. Yeah, She's she a gives spice dealer. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> he's like, I'm looking for my daughter. Ironic. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, you found her. Yeah, you found her. Here's some drugs. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That, that was a nice little addition. And then yeah. we get introduced to uh, Kamal Nanjani's character. Uh, Haja. Haja. 
Oh my yeah. god, Haja. I Oh my god, Haja. <laughs> I'm not a fan of his character, but I admit it could have been worse. It really could have been. There are so many worse characters in yeah. Star Wars than Haja. Yeah, I'm but I'm so I'm just saying he's got like the quirkiness of like Camille Nagiani and like I get it, we're gonna get that. Um but I think his whole idea as a character is a little bit dumb because it's like, as Jeremy Johns was saying, I watched his review, um, and he said, um, the Jedi are basically terrorists. Why would you ever pretend to be a terrorist in this universe? Make money. But the, the, ISIS isn't going around being like, yeah, but he's, some, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's like, true. So it's it, like... I don't know. I, I didn't think it made too much sense. I, I think the Jedi. I think if the Inquisitors even can, they'd be like, "Yeah, you're not a real Jedi. Get out of here." I don't think they would have cared anyway. They well, cared. well, that's exactly what happens in the episode. Yeah. So, which I don't agree with. I think I think uh, he should have died. Reva should have killed him. Nah, she. But understanding she's got, her motivations she's seeing now. Seeing red for Obi Wan. Yeah, that's just like Darth just Vader. Like Vader. Yeah, parallels are seamless. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Aja is just a fake Jedi using magnets to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, which I, th- I thought that. was weird. Yeah. I mean, it's different, but it's weird. Um, I do like how Leia doesn't immediately trust Obi Wan. Like she's, she seems like she's more annoying, but that's that's Leia. Like yeah, she, Leia's. Well, she's, you know, it's like, can you, somebody get this walking carpet out of my way? She's very sassy and yeah. like, you know, and we realize that we, she's always just been like that and like. Um, so it's not necessarily against her character. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of flack early on in the show that like, oh, this Leia is awful. I'm just like, what do you mean? I, th- it's nothing. Okay, th- it. I don't want to Jake Lloyd her, but she could. She could be a better actress. She could. You know, there are there are actresses, actors. Dude, it's a kid. Millie Bobby Brown exists. That's all I'm saying. She was 12. Millie Bobby it's, Brown. Yeah, when she started Stranger Things. Okay, well, st- close enough, right? This I mean, it's like. Seven or eight. <laughs> it's five years. I'm, I'm just okay. Henry Thomas in ET. Have you seen his casting? His, his audition? No. It's well, amazing, dude. Yes, but you they have, they want to find a certain look for Leia, and I, I get it. And she definitely has the look, and she was the closest. She's the best of both worlds, basically. Yeah, I admit she she could be worse. She's not. And I feel bad because I'm bullying Jake Lloyd. She's not like Jake Lloyd because he was really bad in that movie, but. Uh, I'm not attacking him as a person. I'm a, um, criticizing his performance, mm-hmm. and I'm criticizing whatever her name is, uh, the, her performance too. So okay, because like I'll get to this. I'll, I'll, this is this is one of my final notes, but um, I'll say I'll kind of hint at it now. Star Wars should be handled with the utmost care at all times. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you know that. what I mean. I get so, it. So, yeah. but I'll I'll get to that later. I have a whole rant I'm going to say at the end. So, Christ, um, <laughs> be prepared. So. This note I have, um, there's some subtle, uh, subtle like details in this episode that Reva is not one of them. So like, it will not change what you are to us. The uh, the Grand Inquisitor said. Oh, yeah, he said. What does that, that mean? What do you think it means? Wait, the, so he knows? He, I think he knows. He knows that, like, Reva... Well, okay, so Vader said, mm-hmm. like, you don't. You think I did not know? Yeah, I think Grand Inquisitor knew as well. Okay. Um, that's what... Yeah, and that's immediately what got me thinking when I watched that for the first time that she's that girl in the flashback. I'm just like... I figured. It's I gotta mean. be, right? <laughs> like... like um, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, who else would it be? Oh, it's just some random kids. Oh, it will not change. Oh, sorry. There was more to that quote. It will not change what you are to us, the least of us. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so. Well, I definitely think she's, um, I don't, yeah, I don't see her rising above the ranks. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, sure, she's got ambition, right? But if I'm the Grand Inquisitor, I'm going to be like, she's way too out of control. Yeah. We can't, we can't risk her being my successor. So that's why I think, you know, um, the fourth brother is definitely more of a, uh, better if, you know, if we're talking like promotion wise, you know, fifth brother, a fifth brother. Yeah. Who's the fourth, whatever. (laughs) Um, anyway, so Obi-Wan rescues her by, uh, spicing the hell out of flea and his gang. Um, yeah. So they go on the run. Um, Reva and all of them find them or chasing them on the rooftops. Yeah. And I do think the second half of this is kind of like drawn out with Leia running away. And, um, but I do like how Reva is, um, like a dog on a bone. She's really chasing Obi-Wan on the rooftops. Everyone's criticizing her parkour, which I don't love it, but it's like, we okay, just get rid of the parkour stuff. And it's, it's a perfectly fine chase scene. And that's what I like about, like her, and I wish they almost didn't give her the motivation that later on where she wants to hunt Vader instead. And I'm, I think, I, th- I think her just being singularly just wanting to attack Obi Wan makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I like that about her in this episode. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah. We while we were reading or watching back this because uh, we just did a little edit here. Uh, we noticed this like glare on his <laughs> on his leg. Yep, just kind of <laughs> hanging out right here. There's a window right here that we weren't able to put um, uh, curtains on to block out the sun. So you know, it's like we got two suns in here, like on Tatooine. Ah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we right. are two suns. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're just gonna. I'll just. I'll just stop. Yeah, you'll just. You'll just stop. <laughs> okay, so we get to this um, hangar. Where Obi Wan is hiding, uh, he tells Leia to get to the ship that they're gonna get away on. So she's in there. Yeah, Obi Wan is hiding from Reva, and Reva's like, uh, "He's he's alive, Obi Wan. Yes. Anakin Skywalker is alive." I'm like, and then and I'm like, he's just like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck." The end, <laughs> the last shot of this episode, mm-hmm. most epic shot ever. I, I, it's next with John Williams in there, baby. Oh, it's just like, it's such an eerie <laughs> score. It's like, burr, burr, you know, it's and it's match like, cut. It's, yeah. Mm. So the Grand Inquisitor gets stabbed in the chest. And, um, you know, when that first happened, it wasn't the chest, it was the stomach. The stomach, okay. Um, center mass, like right here. Yeah. Um, when it first happened, I'm just like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? They're messing oh, with their own cannon oh, now. What the fuck? Yeah, that's so, one thing you hate is messing with cannon. So I, because oh yeah, have a have a continuity, have a continuous story. It. You know what I, I mean? It, I get it. I get it. I get it. And they fix it later, but I think it's just fucking would, dumb. <laughs> they fix it later. They fix that? it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know they do because he shows up in Rebels. About one other part of it. Why are we secret? I forgot what I was saying, but. All right, well, or about well. about that one thing I was trying to keep secret. So I, I would, yeah, whatever. Okay, but <laughs> it's just, it's just all right. So moving dumb. on, we need it. Qui Gon's got to be pissed. You know what yeah, I mean? That's all rolling, I'm saying. Rolling in his his grave. Because we'll get we'll get to um, when Reva gets stabbed again. Speaking of Qui Gon, <laughs> the start of episode part three. So, Master Qui Gon, he's alive. 
Mm. What do I do? Like, yeah. he's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's just awesome seeing, like, o- Obi-Wan is, like, scared. He's just like, he's coming, master. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. And like, the assembling of Vader at the same time. It's so, dude, it's, <laughs> it's so awesome. Like, yeah. that whole suit up, the whole beginning of this episode is phenomenal. It's so good. It's, like, some of the best build up in a star wars movie i've ever seen you know mm-hmm. it's just so good and then um we get the castle on mustafar we get it again finally after yeah, rogue one yeah. i was like yes yeah i'm so cl- yeah i was so happy about that yeah same and then in my opinion and i'm always the sad sack or the you know the yeah. one who brings up the um action guy you know <laughs> um it's a little ruined for me um i think the set looks really cheap inside the castle yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. But that's just because this was all... Okay, so I saw something um, the other day about the budget of this show. It's the lowest budget of any like the Marvel TV shows and mm. the Star Wars shows. That should never be the case Yeah, it got this 90 million for six episodes, and all the others had over like 120 million. So like, it's just... It had such a low budget. Well, again, this is not confirmed or anything. This is something I saw. It, it would make sense, though, that this had a low budget. So it was $90 million for the whole show? The whole show. Okay. If we're making a movie about Obi-Wan, it would get $250 million minimum. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just what, what will happen. It's just unfortunate. So it, to think that this is an extended movie... What are, you guys, what, is, what are you guys doing? You know what I mean? Like like I said, I'll, and I'll, I'll repeat it towards the end because I have that whole rant. Um, utmost care. Star Wars should be treated with the utmost care. So we hear Vader talking to Reva in the castle there. And that is uh, not – it is James Earl Jones, but it's not James Earl Jones. It's the AI that they yeah. end up using to recreate voices that Disney has. That's so cool that they have that ability to do that for James Earl Jones, that mm. is such an iconic voice as Vader. Like it sounds just like he did in the seventies, which is even cooler. Yeah, like, it's like they're really bringing it back, they, like going classic uh, Star Wars. It's really good. More stuff for the last episode. It gets really cool. But, yes. Oh, um, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we move on to there, uh, and now uh, Leia and Obi Wan are on this other planet. I don't know what the name of the planet is. Mapuzo. I think it is Mapuzo. It is Mapuzo. I think that's what right. it's called. Um, yeah, there's another. There's one more planet they go to that I forgot the name of, but yeah. So yeah. they start walking, and uh, Obi Wan starts seeing shit. He sees that faraway shot of Anakin. Yeah. And it's like, like, it's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's like it just plays into. It's a little bit of a like uh, we've seen it before um, thing, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know being haunted by by a person. You know, haunted but I, I think it worked. Yeah, yep. I think it's, I think it worked. And then we get oh my god! Then we get Zach Braff of all yeah, people. Yeah, we were. I always thought that was Seth Rogen. For we a both second. thought it was Seth Rogen. It was Zach Braff playing Zach Braff. Yeah, voicing Frack. And then he picks up these stormtroopers while Leia and uh, Obi Wan are in the back, and it's yeah. a very awkward scene. It yeah. kind of resembles him being on the transport back to uh, in Episode One. He's going back and forth like from work. Yeah, yeah it kind of resembles mm-hmm. that a little bit. Um, I like. I like. Um, Oh, what was his name? Freck or Frack? Freck. Freck? Freck. Freck. Is it Freck? Freck and Freck. I don't know. Freck and Freck. Anyway, the guy, he's, um, I liked, I like his inclusion because like, it just like, he's a, he's a regular citizen of the, so he's like, oh, the empire, nothing wrong with a little bit of order. He's a supporter. He's a supporter. So it's interesting to see, like, instead of being like the clone troopers who are like, 
literally designed to be pro empire. These are just normal people who yeah. just agree with it. So yeah. interesting perspective. We've never seen that. Before. I like that. That was there. Yeah. Um, we get to see the uh, fortress inquisitorius. I believe it's called, right? Yeah. Um, I, so, I thought that, that's where most of their budget went. I think. I think so too. Because it looks so cinematic. It does you know? look very cinematic. Not as good as the ga- game Fallen Order, but it does look yeah. very good. Um, but the, all the Inquisitors have to have this like dick measuring contest of who's the best and who is going to be like <laughs> Vader's number two, the Grand Inquisitor. After this next one inevitably gets killed or whatever, like yeah. the fifth brother especially is just like it's mine. The throne is mine or whatever. Like yeah. this whole shit. It's like okay, calm down, guys. <laughs> Chill out. Buddy. Yeah, chill out, you know. bro. But um, like I say, he's probably the best, the best role. You know, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot more. There's, I think there's nine Inquisitors. So there's like a few more that we haven't seen. When they're at their full might, there's nine of them, or there's. I think there's nine total <laughs> that have been made created. Okay. Um, I, we've saw the second sister and the ninth sister in Fallen Order. Um, Grand Inquisitor is the first brother. Um, third, third sister, Riva. Fourth, whatever, um, we don't know. There are some in the comics too, though. So I like, yeah. haven't seen fifth brother, and I think she's the seventh sister. I may be wrong about that. The other, the one who kind of replaces Reva in this show. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, while they're on that transport, um, Obi Wan mentions he has a brother. He might have had a brother. Oh yeah, that never came to fruition, and I was like, interesting. I always well, theorize yeah. it's Owen. I, I theorize that because really. Uh, because yeah, the original script for A New Hope, I believe Owen was supposed to be his brother. Oh, like it obviously never came to fruition. Yeah, they never. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I remember reading that somewhere. I'm like, that would make a lot of sense. That's a cool little nod then yeah. to the to the original script. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere because he obviously his brother doesn't show up anywhere Season else. Two? See, I mean, what the quest to find Obi Wan's brother? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, but we, he's not. We know that he's unresolved in the show. So yeah, unless he's like really important. I I don't know. Be or weird. maybe he's an inquisitor. Well, no, he's not force sensitive because he would have been taken by the Jedi along with Obi Wan. Right? He's a baby though. You wouldn't know. How do they know Obi Wan was? He was a kid. He was like four or five, probably. I don't know. Is it's the same thing? Anakin, if they Anakin was also like he was like ten. So. Well, yeah, Anakin was too old though. Oh yeah, because he was like you know too old. The boy is to train. Then we get um, this fight scene with, uh, you know, they obviously find out, like, oh, because the, the drone droid thingy sees Obi-Wan. Yeah, it, it's found him, and then it sent the signal through. They start through killing them all. Yeah. <laughs> the nice uh, stormtroopers, like, cut in half from the lasers. I thought like, that was, was really like, oh, nice yeah, nod to, yeah. to Maul. Yeah. Um, and then. Wherever Obi-Wan goes, he cuts people in half. Seriously. And then <laughs> one of them is holding Leia, and then he. He's going to put it down, and then he just barely misses Leia's face with that shot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh damn, my god, he must that have been practicing hard in the desert, which is like with his like quick draw. Because so, like I've shot a gun before, it's very hard to like do that, you know. Ballsy. <laughs> um, Tala um, shows up with other stormtroopers, kills them because she's the good guy. So she brings right. Obi Wan and Leia back. <laughs> like well, okay, it kind of makes sense that she's undercover though. Like she's yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Tala's fine, but it's like it's just the times. I knew for a fact. Like the second I saw her, I'm like, she's gonna be a good guy. I just knew it because that's how Disney is. Hey, um, 
but I do like the perspective that she's like she started off genuinely for the Empire, yeah. and she's like maybe we're the bad guys, mm-hmm. and like we so we see like the higher ranking officers kind of turning on. This. So I wonder how many other yeah. people are like that, you know? And she's part of the path, so she helps all these Jedi Force sensitive people pass through undetected. Right. So that's a it's a really cool concept, and apparently, like, yeah, it's like the underground railroad for yeah. start for the Jedi. And Quinlan Voss was apparently involved there too, dude. Yeah, I had a talk with one, with somebody today, um, like who you think would be a good if they if they bring him into live action, who would be a good uh, actor to play him? And I have n- genuinely no idea. We all thought it was going to be. Um, What's his face? I thought it was going to be O'Shea Jackson O'Shea Jr. Jackson for a second. Jr.'s, yeah. But like he 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 hasn't he, you know he'd have to be like like no offense to O'Shea Jackson Jr. But he's not the buffest guy. So, but I mean again, it's been years since they've seen him. So <laughs> yeah, he's just like <laughs> he, he could have let himself go. A little, he let himself go. <laughs> hey, you never but, know. Yeah. But like that would have been really cool. Like he he poked fun at it on Twitter too. He's like, oh, if you hate Reva, then you're gonna hate my character. It's like <laughs> that that was. I was like, oh shit, is he actually Quinlan? That would have been really cool. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I don't I think he plays Roken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um if you have a if you have a casting person for or, I didn't even think about it. I, I haven't the I only, thought about it. It's sad, but the only thing that's coming to my mind is like Jaden Smith. You know what I mean? Young. Yeah, I think he's a little <laughs> too young. Um you know what? And then Mike I think he's a little too old. Yeah, I think he's a little too old and a little too big. I swear to God, if you say the Rock, no, not the Rock. No, Jesus Christ, I would have cried. No, but <laughs> you know who I'm thinking? Maybe Corbin Blue. And I'm only saying that just because of the fro. You know, he's got the hair for it. I don't know if he still has the hair though. Oh, he doesn't. I don't know if he does. Ah, never mind. Um, but he looks the part. If, if from but yeah, from maybe we'll musical. maybe we'll theorize that. <laughs> I can't really think of anybody on the spot right now. Yeah. Um, I did not expect to have this conversation. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... My iPad uh, keeps turning off because I'm on low power mode. <laughs> Vader comes in like a fucking wrecking ball. I, yeah, another... I, so that's Dude, the thing about the show. snap, and slash. He's just going... This show forward, knows man. how to do Vader. Dude, Disney Ruthless. Knows. Disney knows how to do Vader. Yeah. Fucking... Oh, my God. Like, oh, it's just... Like, he's... Like, just him walking... Like, I like... Um, you know, everyone. I watched this video. They were criticizing the way they shot the whole scene with with Anakin or Darth Vader walking down like the the um, the the town in between the houses or whatever where Obi Wan's hiding, and he's like dragging everyone. Um, it's all shot in wide shots. I think that makes him look scarier because mm-hmm. it's like he's it, he's he's like in plain view. Of just sh- just killing people and just yeah, like, it's like know? is it outside perspective? And you're just like. Oh my! He yeah, we're like this guy this. is fucking you know nuts. Yeah. yeah, and then like he sent Obi Wan's like I'll distract him, and then he senses and he just looks right at the camera. He's like, and he's like, yeah. oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, I think that this is oh. that's one of the few scenes that I'm gonna go back to and still and still be mm-hmm. like really like oh shit! Like I feel the suspense and like that was a very well done scene. Yeah, and then so Obi Wan's running away, and we see the lightsaber draw, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. I'm like, oh, are we gonna get the rematch of the century in now? the third episode? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, um, which we didn't. Um, I am what you made me. That line. I, I. Okay, so this is when my writing brain comes into action. Um, Obi Wan is already like on the um, 
uh, not the defensive, but he's already he's already made up his mind about what Anakin is. So what have you become? You know, like how dare you? Or like, he's kind of like disapproving of like you know. It, it, I'm missing the word, but I think Obi Wan in this moment in this episode should be completely terrified. And they do a little bit of that where he just like straight up runs away. You know, he's yeah, just he's, like, he doesn't want to face him. I'm not going to fight this. You know, I, I'm scared of this guy right now. Yeah. But then, then he says, like, what have you become kind of taunting him? And I'm like, that doesn't sound too in line with where I thought, where I thought Obi-Wan was emotionally. I thought he'd be like, like, he'd be terrified of, of Vader, right? I mean, well, he just he, saw him kill somebody, kill I mean, a little kid. Yeah, he's terrified, but he's still also hoping that it's still his friend. He's like, what have you become? What? Why are you doing this? That's what he means by that. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying. But I just felt like um, McGregor didn't deliver it that way. He's just like, what have you become? Like, like ugh. Well, I mean, he was his master. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's like, eh. Let's move on. Okay. Um, but I am what you made me is such a good, like, because you can interpret that many different ways. Like you can literally be like, this is what you did to me physically. Um, this is what this this happened to me. I became Darth Vader because of your training, and I think that's more what it's meant to be. Yeah. But you know, um, but yeah, he's a uh, Obi Wan's pretty weak in this episode. He's getting like yeah, he gets his ass kicked. kicked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, you and know. burned. Oh my yes. god! Yes, and I thought that was such a perfect like baller move Vader thing you oh, know what i mean like because he's so like i'm gonna be petty for a second i'm just gonna fucking i'm gonna, I'm gonna show you gonna what it was fucking like suffer yeah exactly because <laughs> like yeah. he's like he wants obi-wan to feel his pain i'm just like oh such a such a good in- inclusion for that mm-hmm. but then again we get these great moments and then they're ruined by stupid logical errors because like two seconds before the fire, the flame um, shows up dividing them, right? Vader's just like dragging, dragging Obi-Wan in the fire. And then he puts it out and then another fire comes up and slightly, it's slightly bigger. But it's not like the force can't go through the fire and take Obi-Wan again. The thing is, and I know what you're going to say. He likes to uh, like play with him. Like he wants to uh, drag it out as much as he can. Like he knows right. he has nowhere to run. So like he's going to find him, and he, he wants to torture him over a period of time, not kill him all right at once. Right. I get that. I knew you were going to say that. But it, isn't it sad that we have to come up with the explanation for that? We have to we – have to, we, us as fans have to be like, well, maybe it's because of this, and maybe it's because of that. It's not explained in the show. It's speculation. I, mean, I, I get that, but like it's it, – <laughs> logic, you know, okay, we, if you want – But if, it makes you think though, doesn't it? It makes you think. He's like, why would he do this? Oh, fuck. That's yeah. why. So, like, it, they're, <laughs> letting, they're leaving it to us to try to, like, you know, figure it out for ourselves. And I, I like that. It's different. Like, you don't see it too often. And, like, it's not a bad thing. You're making it sound to be a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing. That's what it's because I think it's a bad thing. So, I don't know. It's just, like. Well, the thing I think is bad is how the fuck did Tal get there so fast? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The thing. Here's how I would have fixed the scene. Um, I actually wrote it down in my notes. Oh, also, Obi-Wan should have been pleading with Vader, saying something like, Anakin, please, um, when he was in the fire, and then that would piss off Vader even more, and he would get the tunnel vision, and he'd want to, like, you know, burn him even more. And he'd be like, Anakin, please, because Obi-Wan thinks Anakin is still alive in there somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So more emotional stuff. And then that would leave him, leave his guard down, 
for when for um Tala to shoot Vader, hitting him off guard and giving the droid enough time to grab Obi Wan. That's all I'm saying. That would have, I think that would have been a better ex, um, execution of the scene. It's not a bad idea. So what you're saying, I think it's okay. It's fine. But like logically, it just doesn't make any sense to me sometimes or like in a way. But if you can, you can explain the way by Vader wants to play with his food and do that. So yeah. It's like an animal. Yes. Anyway. All right. Anything else on this episode? Um, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. We're going to part four. So we start off in the back to tank for both of them. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which um, I thought, okay, I missed that part. I think that's a that's a nice kind of parallel there, where they're they're going back and forth between the two, and like <clears throat> you know, you you uh, Obi Wan is feeling what Vader felt, and that's a good inclusion. I did, I I'll give it a fair shot. I didn't write that down in my notes. Yeah, but, it's also like one of the same models, like sort of that Luke was in in Episode Five. So like, it's got a very similar model. So oh, not like the one that um, Boba Fett was in in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, that one's like more lay, laying down, and then this one's standing up, yeah, right? Yeah, it's kind of just like the one Luke was in. Um, cool. cool nod. Overall, though, this episode, I wrote in, um, episode in my three? first note. Episode four. Oh, okay. Waste of time. Side quest. Side quest. Definitely side quest. It, you know, Leia gets captured again. I agree. And Obi-Wan has to rescue her again. I agree. But there were some good moments in this episode. The great scene between Leia and Reva, like, it showed more depth to Reva's character and, like, how she's kind of more fractured and stuff like that. And then she also plants the bug on uh, Lola, which is kind of right. yeah. kind of funny. Um, she's still aggressive. Like, she doesn't want to necessarily hurt Leia, but, like, she, she'll do what she has to do. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I, I mean, they're not going to torture a little kid. It's Disney. Well, they're about to. They're about to. I, I never believed it for a second that they would, you know, because yeah. it's Disney. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> another thing in that, in like, in this is like, you're going to be like, I know you're going to have some sort of explanation, but that's okay. Um, you would be. <laughs> Disney forgot how to use, how lightsabers work. Okay. Like, okay, so okay. since The Force Awakens... It, I feel I felt like they were already low powered, like you know. So like you know, even in that fucking snow scene in the snow. Okay, Ray fucking slashes at at Ben's face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kylo Ren slashes um Finn's spinal cord. You know, yeah. And like you know, she she pokes him a little bit with with the with the lightsaber and like kind of. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. You'd think, and if this were like OG Star Wars, they would Finn would be paralyzed at the very least. Um, Kylo Ren wouldn't have an arm, and he would have a way more mutilated face scar or something like that. Um, and then in this one, literally, um, it looks like Obi-Wan is using the lightsaber as a bat. In the first Stormtrooper, he goes like, it hits him in the chest, and then it bounces back. Yeah, I think that was just an editing mistake. I don't think that was... I hope to God it was. Yeah, because that, if they say that's legit how how lightsabers work, that's just wrong. I, I don't think that's what they're getting at. I, I do think that was an absolute editing, editing mistake. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it was still pretty cool that the lights went out and he rescued her like that. that was, it was still pretty cool. That's a really... The yes. whole, yeah, the, con- the, the direction, the concept of it was good. And the execution, the execution though, it just wasn't there. You know what I mean? So it's like... I, I do know what I mean, yes. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. Um, oh, also, um, yeah, I've not, I've nothing but criticism for this episode. I, I forgot to mention the back, the back to tank thing. That's a good inclusion. And maybe I'll, and maybe I'll go, you, go, you, go, you go, say go good, some bad, stuff. good, bad. Yeah. So, okay. All right. 
Um, <clears throat> he regains most of his force abilities in this episode. So he, he gets the strength back when he's holding back the yeah. water and everything. So it shows more of his character coming back to full form. Like over time, he's regaining these powers and becoming more of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I think that's 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 good. We're we're seeing the ramp up. Mm-hmm. And obviously we got to ramp up his powers so we get the rematch of the century, right? Yes, that's what we want. <laughs> um, okay, and, your turn. <laughs> in my last note for this episode, um, oh no, two notes. Um, this time Vader is inconsistent and just goes back on his word when threatening Reva's life. So he says, "If you fail me one more time, you'll be dead." Right? And then she fails one more time. And then she makes up with some some dumb excuse like there's a tracker on on the ship because she knows that he uh, he's seeing red as well. He only wants Obi Wan. Right. The thing is though, if I'm Vader, I you know Anakin was a tactical had a tactical mind. We see that in the last two episodes. Spoiler. I know. <laughs> but if I'm Vader, she just gave away her hand. Just yes. be like, oh, there's a tracker. Cool. Well, I'm going to use that information. Kill her or kill her, but he he still found her useful. How was she find? How was he finding her useful after she revealed that information? I genuinely do not understand. It, it, it would be make more sense. She says like only I have the 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 receiver, the transmitter, or whatever for the for the for the tracker. But then if I'm Vader, I would still torture the crap out of her to get her to get that information, so then I can kill her. Maybe because he doesn't want to waste his energy going down there just yet and leave her to see if she dies first and then he'll go down there and like i think he was betting on her dying down there first maybe i don't in know episode five but we'll get to that um it, it, i hate it, again, that you're such I get, a no you're i do i do understand where you're coming from <laughs> and it is kind of shitty yeah I'm, it, I, this is this isn't even just me bringing this up this is like so many different I, fans have pointed this out there's other fans that are agreeing with me on yeah. this as well so Right, and I get it. So you get you're more of like like just enjoy it for what it is, headcanon yes. stuff, and I I get that. But like okay, I'll say it later. Another good thing, the fucking tomb. <laughs> oh yeah, that I forgot about the tomb, dude. That yeah, sick. <laughs> yeah. So are they alive or dead? So I mean, remember that one episode of Clone Wars where uh, what's her face uh, guided them and then ended up being dead the whole time? What in Clone Wars? It was Clone Wars or is it Rebels? Where uh, what's her face uh, the one of the Jedi. Oh my god, I can't remember her name. Um, she was green. Um, oh, uh, Luminara Unduli. Yeah, Luminara. She kind of. Oh them, yeah. And she ended up being dead the whole time. Yeah, it was. It was like a trap by the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. That's so what like that is I think. Oh. Yeah, that's they're using them to get oh, other Jedi okay. to lure them out. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like it's a that. nice knot. It's a really subtle knot. That's yeah. what I think it is. I, I don't know for sure. Yeah. Like, obviously, this is based on me watching new rock stars and stuff, but, like, yeah, it yeah, does yeah. make sense that... It's it's it funny. You're on, like, the pro-Disney Star Wars side, and I'm on, like, the anti-Disney Star Wars side. Yes, you are. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Very that, much on... That works for this podcast, yeah. so... Um, <laughs> oh, and then, yeah, obviously, Vader being ruthless and choking the shit out of Reva, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. So... That's that's basically it. Uh, so they rescue them. Oh my god, we forgot the under the fucking cape thing, the Disney thing where it lays under the cape. Oh my god, it was so dumb. Was so but that's dumb. Di- that's Star Wars though. Star Wars does that kind okay, of yes. shit. Though. I'll I'll give it that one because yeah, that that's one like they've dumb. always done schlocky stuff like that. Yeah. So the Scooby Doo campy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so um, it's fine. So that one I'm okay with. Um, but yes, they escape. They're on the 
one of the dudes dies. I don't remember his name. He's in literally one scene, and we're supposed to give a shit. Like I don't remember his name. A Wade, I think. Wade, yeah. <laughs> like well, I'm Wade. surprised I remembered that. He's so fucking dumb. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so this uh, is probably the weakest episode of the series. I want to say. Yeah, like I like I said, waste of time. Um, but, but there were cool you, things you brought there. up. You brought up some decent points, so I'll give it that. Thank um, you. Not completely a waste of time. All right. Part five. Um, Part five. Start with the goddamn flashback. Oh my god! I was so happy. We Our got boy, it. You're just as beautiful as the day I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah. So pre like, Clone Wars. Pre Clone. Pre Clone Wars. This was pre Clone Wars. Yes. It's not exactly what I wanted because de- this this a flashback with them. Um, enduring the Clone Wars was on my bucket list for this show. It's not exactly what we got, um, but I still like that they were able to do something with it. Yeah, you notice how he's staring out at uh, where Padme still is living? He was, oh, I didn't notice he's that. he's staring out at, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. yeah. So that, and actually, it brings up a good point, because I just got the new book, Star Wars Brotherhood, which is, is sort of like a companion piece with this show, it, like a little bit. It's a, in, in that era with this flashback. And Mike Chen never misses an opportunity to bring up um, the fact that Anakin loves Padme and um, a little bit of uh, Obi-Wan and Satine's relationship. So I'm glad that's more canon. I I do want to see more of that. Yeah. And so I like that, like, yeah, I like that um, Padme's an important part of Anakin's story. And I feel that's kind of more overshadowed by the relationship with Obi-Wan, but Padme is still a very important part to that. So I'm glad they included that. Yes. Agreed. Um, yeah, so these flashbacks seem to be from the perspective of Vader himself. So you can kind of get away with the bad CGI work on uh, their face, but like, like they definitely de-age them a little bit, but not yeah, too much. I'm, I'm really not. That, it doesn't bother me. I, it, that never bothered me. Not even in Mandalorian with yeah. Luke. It doesn't. I don't really care. As long as you're getting, you're getting. It definitely point bothered across. you in Mandalorian season two. I remember it bothered you because it was the the mouth that bothered you a lot. <sighs> I mean, I okay. I don't feel that strongly about it now. So cool. Yeah. Cool. We're past that. <laughs> we're we're past it. Um, all right. So they're getting tracked down. Um, they get back to um, wherever this base is of theirs. I I is it still on Mapu? It's not on Mapuzo. It's somewhere else. Um, they said it. Oh damn it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, you're talking about like the rebel. Base, yeah, where, right? wherever they are. Yeah, in, in yeah. This I don't. Episode. I don't. I, that's the one planet I missed. Anyway, we get it's revealed. Reva was the young wing, so she's talking Obi Wan through the the wall and everything. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, She's but good. But we got a cool flashback of Revenge of the Sith Anakin. Yeah, too. we get to Just see like, more Order 66 from Anakin's. Well, well from. We say to see Anakin again. But it was Reva's perspective. Yeah. But yes. It's like, oh, got some in the hood and everything. It's like. <sighs> yeah, I thought it was really nice because we don't. We only see like one close up shot of um, Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's where he's going up the stairs. Yeah, that's it. And then, I think it's a quick shot of him. With uh, with the younglings, but we don't see him like physically like doing the act and what he's feeling. And like we I mean, saw it in this, yeah. It, it, and we see like he's there, there was that warning at the beginning of the episode too. I'm pretty sure. Oh pretty really? Sure there was a warning at the beginning of that episode. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought like like it's nice to see we're we're adding we're adding to the to the lore, what we've already seen more pers- more dimension to what we've already seen and like we so we see if someone's making fun of like the close up of Anakin um and how he was like doing I forgot who it was but I think that's a good inclusion because we get to see Anakin going like you know kind of he doesn't want to do it but he's still doing it you know and it's like yep it's the, so it's great. the struggle yeah. yeah um 
But yeah, stupid thing. Oh, uh, then yeah. basically, uh, in between these flashbacks, yeah. So Riva ends up going in. Everybody begins retreating into the hangar bay, and Tala sacrifices herself, mm-hmm. which was very Star Wars, very Rogue One esque. Yeah, and I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I like, I'm, I'm I, I like Tala's character a lot. I'm but, neutral on her. I, I didn't. I, I like her inclusion. So, but Ned B. <laughs> What if he has something to say? <laughs> Remember that line that Leia said in, oh, in episode three? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Poor be. Poor um, but yeah. Poor droid. Uh, back to the flashback. Obi-Wan wins. Vader learns from this to watch his back. Mm-hmm. So after um, they try to escape and everything, or they escape in... We get the really cool shot of Vader pulling down the, the, the ship. Yeah, doesn't break a sweat. I'm just Dude, like, oh, that's that was awesome. so cool. Yeah. But then they end up getting away anyway. And the other yeah. ship, that's behind it, conveniently. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah, even, did you notice when he pulled it down? Like, he's ripping out the entire side. He had no care for anybody else but Obi-Wan. Yeah. He would have killed everyone in there. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, absolute carnage. Yeah, I, uh, thought, it, I, thought, it was a, I thought it was a good inclusion. Yeah. That, okay, back to what I was saying. Uh, I totally lost my flow there um but mm-hmm. yeah so reva tries to attack vader from behind he learns from that mistake he made against his old master mm-hmm. and stabs well, reva in the same place he did before yeah so and <clears throat> yeah i want to take a pause yeah. right there i want to yeah. i just want to mention the flashback um the meaning of the of the flashback is all about just explaining so we thought what do I want to say here? Okay, I thought the I thought that I want this show, and I thought I think the show should be about the brother relationship between Anakin and Obi Wan. We didn't get that. What we did get is the master and apprentice role, um, and this, I like I like the flashback at least incorporated why Vader will always be the apprentice, mm-hmm. and will and eventually we'll get more. I mean that this may, that lends credence to the episode four. Um, or like New Hope, um, yeah. So I just I just liked that the meaning of the flashback had had a uh, theme to it, you know. But yeah, yeah. on to uh, the Va- the Raider Riva fight, which um, he does. <laughs> he just fucking taunts her. Yeah, he doesn't even he doesn't even bother pulling out his lightsaber. He just used the force to block stuff and everything, yeah. and just like get out of the way. It's like. You think you can go after me? Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. It's so it's. And it's like he's taunting her, and yeah. then he it's like takes her lightsaber, snaps it in half, and I thought he was gonna duku her. Oh my god! Dude, that, okay, so that's that's what I think <laughs> should have happened. Because if I've already brought up, he should have killed her when she failed to um, when Obi Wan rescued Leia the second time. Now he has the perfect opportunity to chop her head off like Dooku. Mm-hmm. He's already proven that he's physically capable and emotionally capable of doing doing that. He yes. killed a little kid earlier in this season. Yes. But he just he he stabs her in, in the gut and sure poetic Same uh, spot. poetic, you know, justice or whatever. But like come he on. He didn't care. Come enough, on. But listen, he didn't care enough to even draw his lightsaber. He doesn't care enough to let her like she's got to live with herself knowing that like he she's not good enough. he's She's not good enough for him, I guess, something like that. She's not as strong she's as him. She's not as strong as him, and she yeah. never will be. And she's got to live with that fact, and that's why he did that. 
that's a new Rockstars thing. That's not me. But that's it's a pretty good explanation. But like, I get it. I don't like. I don't <laughs> Listen, like it. I do not like this part. Okay, I, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm just saying, it makes zero sense to me how the Grand Inquisitor survives a, a stab to the gut. Oh yeah, we Reva. Reva survives as a child a stab to the gut. She survives another stab to the gut when she should have been beheaded. And then Qui-Gon's dead. She's got big plot armor, bro. Dude, I know. <laughs> but it's, oh my God, it's so bad. It's, oh, it infuriates me to my core. The, the amount of just. Revenge does wonders for the will to live. Bullshit reason. Don't you think? Bullshit <laughs> explanation. That's so fucking dumb. Like, ah, uh, listen, it's just, it's, it's Disney Star Wars. It's Disney Star Wars. That's all I can say. It's. <sighs> okay, moving on to episode six here. So okay, I I, but in, overall the episode is good because we got we got like cheer worthy moments, and that's that's my feeling about this show. And we'll, we'll it's we, a, we yeah. get more of the same in episode six. But this is the one that really exemplifies like we have some really great moments and we have some really fucking stupid and dumb moments. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, on to episode six. <laughs> you good? <laughs> we will find out if I'm good. Okay, um, so episode six starts on the uh, back on the ship where they're being chased by Vader, and Obi Wan has to leave. Leia doesn't want him to leave. Shocker! But yeah. then he says this thing: "You are the future. You are all the future. Mm-hmm. You are the ones that matter the most. I don't." So like he's making the sacrifice, the sacrificing play by luring Vader off the trail of them and all that stuff. And I love that. Yeah. And then we, yeah, so now we're starting to see Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan turn into Alec Guinness Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Like his, kind of like, at peace yes. and, like, hopeful for the future Obi-Wan, you know? Yes. And, um, yeah, so I I think, so that's the start of the, that's where we kind of begin his, his the fight, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. Moving on to Reva, she on ends Reva. up on Tatooine somehow very, very Fucking quickly. stupid. Very quickly. Fucking stupid. How does she get there with no support? By the way, in the last episode, Vader breaks apart her lightsaber. He breaks it. And then, what, what, after she's stabbed, it's all of a sudden put back together and just left there for her. Fucking stupid. Okay. I didn't even think about the lightsaber. I did not even think about that. Yeah, I didn't. Um, nobody else is talking about that either. Yeah, that's it's big plot armor. Um, yeah. Because plot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then she ends up on Tatooine just because. Yeah. So, but yeah. So uh, Owen is warned by um, one of these other moisture farmers that like someone's coming for you. Yeah, hide, and Baru starts unpacking all these damn weapons. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I, I throw to my notes like Baru's a badass. Damn Baru, <laughs> and also I like this little tiny inclusion. She's like, um, where uh, Owen says Ben's not here to help, and then she's she's just like, whose fault is that? You know, like <laughs> you know, I, thought, I like how like, they, you know, I like how she, there's like an argument there and like it just adds more dimension to that and, to that story and i like how they've meticulously planned out for this too like luke has training to know what to do and stuff like that in case of emergencies like this they have like a, a fire drill type of thing like you know yeah you a fire plan like an evacuation plan from house. yeah it's cool it's something like, like that the, the yeah. tuscan raiders are back they're coming mm-hmm. to kill you <laughs> yeah exactly uh, i thought that moon that uh obi-wan lands on it was mustafar at first i'm like oh wait that's not mustafar but it's some kind of moon that's that's all we know about this planet that they're on. Yeah. Um, 
So Vader is single-minded and he goes after um, Kenobi, which I like even at the behest of the Grand Inquisitor. Um, I like that the Grand Inquisitor feels that he has a little more um, stability against Vader. He's kind of like, he's like the lesser version of Grand Moff Tarkin. I like that there's kind of dis, dis, um, discourse between the two. So I'm surprised we didn't get Tarkin in this. Or where was he? He, I mean, he's probably on the Death Star. Oh, you're right. Or he's probably build or overseeing the you, building of the Death right, Star by this right, point. Right. Um. Yeah. So, bet, we briefly went over Grandy there for a second in the end of the last Grandy. episode. But um, he uh, yeah, his species has two stomachs. That's why he survived. That makes sense. He can live without one of them. So fine, I'll give it to that you. That one is Qui Gon's dead though. So it's okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. He's a human. Just, okay. Um. Anyway, back to this episode. To know um, <laughs> I will do what I must. Yes. Great callback. I love that line. And you will die. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> you know, it's so like you know, if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Very only. Ahsoka versus Vader in Rebels. Like it's a yeah. like, a mirror of that yeah. episode in this. And it's so cool the way they do it. Like in the. <laughs> Yeah, like they so they start going at it. You know, the guerrilla filmmaking they've had this whole um, series. It's kind of jarring at first, but like like a very war type movie, like guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah, but it works. It works for this fight. Yeah, it does. I'll give it that. It works very well for this fight. And then Vader somehow stomps the ground and then like puts him into a hole and starts yep. throwing these rocks at him. I'm like, what is this? Well, <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Vader learned his lesson. Yeah, Vader, he has the high ground now. He definitely has the high ground. And like, I just love that inclusion. Um, going back to, um, I, I will do what I must. Oh, I hit the mic. Listen, I love, I love that line inclusion. And the emotion in me is saying like, that's such a good idea. Logic though, where Obi-Wan should be emotionally or is in this moment is he should be, he should be pleading with Anakin being like, there's still my, my friend is still in there somewhere. You know what I mean? So in the first fight, he should be terrified, like, fuck, that's Vader. And then the second and then the second fight, after he's learned that like Anakin, you know, Anakin is still in there somewhere, he should be he should be being like, you know, like Anakin, like, what are we doing here? You know, there's still good in you. You know, and that would lend credence to the line in episode six, or um Return of the Jedi, I mean, um, where where he's like, Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Or like when he's talking to Luke. So that would make sense. And I think that would be a better inclusion, but I'm not saying like what they did was bad. I still think it was very, very well placed. So that's, that's all I'm saying. So he's under this pile of fucking moon rocks and he summons the current, the, the force to officially make him all powerful. Super Saiyan, um, <laughs> you know, super Saiyan Jedi, yeah. super Saiyan Jedi, but it's because of Luke and Leia. He knows he has, He's to, like, they're the future, they right? The future. Yeah. Gives himself. You're a all talk. the future. Yeah. He has to do this for them. Mm-hmm. So he faces Vader comes at him from the backside and Vader's like, wait a minute. Oh shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I like, it's kind of a nice callback in this show to when Vader snuck up on Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he fucks. Oh man, he fucks Vader up. Fucks yeah. up his breathing apparatus. Fucks the helmet. Oh, yeah. it was so cool. And then I got the quote right here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it. 
I'm not your failure, Obi-Wan. Oh, my God. Like, dude, I was so just like, nice. and then the blue lightsaber on his face, like, that's actually Anakin talking. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so good. Dude, yeah, <laughs> uh, like. I, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Yeah. Ugh. So, great. And this is, this is hands down the best scene in the show. Chills. Literal chills. This is that's if that's not that's all I wanted from the show, and they delivered it. And like, so I can't be mad at them. I can't be too mad at no. them. Um, John Williams as well in that moment too. Like, yeah, oh yeah. God. The music swells and stuff, but like the voice apparatus mixing with Dude, Vader's oh voice God, and Anakin's voice, voice mixing. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's so good. Kiss, dude. Oh my God. <sighs> it's just and like we get closure on Obi Wan's story or arc when he's like saying. um you know, I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it. Um, and then, you know, so he's like, I blame myself for it. Goodbye, Darth. Yeah, and then he said, then he's just like, you're Darth now, mm-hmm. and like, which it's that's why he calls him Darth in New Hope. Yeah, but Anakin or Darth Vader lets him off the hook emotionally, saying because Obi Wan always thought Obi Wan, Obi Wan, <laughs> he always thought that Anakin, or he always thought that Anakin, Anakin was his failure. Yeah, and then he say, "No, Darth Vader killed Anakin," and I'm like, "That's all he needed to hear." And it's just such a good. It's it's. That's the relationship that's the I storytelling wanted. We want. We need. That's what I wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they they really delivered it there. Um, other parts of this episode. So after that, um, what was the? I kind of forgot the B plot of this episode. But yeah, they all kind of get back. So Leia's back and everything. Um, yeah, well, the, the whole B plot of this is that you know uh, Riva is going oh, yeah, after Reva. Luke. Yeah, we don't give a shit about it, right? Like, I don't, I don't care. The whole B plot with Luke, I did not give a flying fuck about. <laughs> exactly, like, Luke's a little dumbass and falls off a cliff. But like, <laughs> yeah, he he fall, he faints like, or whatever, and like, I get where they're coming from, and it's not needed at all the scene. But like, the explanation for that scene is she's trying to kill her former self. That is yes, all she needed to do, but she couldn't even do it. So. That's that's where that ends. Yeah. Obi Wan gets back to Tatooine real fucking quick as well. Yeah, um, because plot, you know. Yeah. So, at least he has a ship that we see him fly yeah. instead of Reva, who just <laughs> teleports there. Yeah, Jesus. Um, but yeah, like so, I you'd agree if she died in Episode Five, it would be all good. It would have been fine. Um, yeah, we. We didn't need the Luke stuff, but we did get to see how much Baru and Owen actually care for Luke. They that he is actually their own. Yeah. That is the good part about that B plot. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the only redeeming quality of because that B plot. All we know, really, all we know about Owen is that he's in kind of an asshole in the mm-hmm. episode. But you know, he like genuinely cares for Luke. So, I Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's when this show shines, where it expands on what has already come before. Yes. Um, um, we get Vader back in the castle. We get Emperor Palp. We get Palpy. Palpy Paps. Oh, there he is. We get little Ian McDermott. Yeah. Um, that was nice. We get the Imperial March that we've been wanting to. Finally. <laughs> I think I think what they were doing is kind of yeah. doing like a Casino Royale thing where yeah. this isn't really Vader yet. He's still got a little bit of Anakin. And after he says Vader killed Anakin, now he's Darth Vader. So I, I liked it. I yes. liked that inclusion. I was wondering where it was the entire show, but yeah. Yeah, so Obi-Wan goes back to see Leia first, um, gives her Padme's blaster holster, which was a nice touch. It was Tala's. You sure? Yeah, it was because she, she showed, like, this is like, um, I put a notch here every time I rescue one of the... Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. 
James got that wrong, man. Oh, James. James. Yeah, or somebody did. I forgot who told me. I, I talked to. I'm gonna blame James anyway. <laughs> I, I'll put it on James. But like, James. It, I'm sorry, James. If it was you, not you. <laughs> um, but yes. So it's Tala's blaster holster. Nice little nod there. Yeah. Um, because she's like, oh, she's gonna be a fighter one day. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Perfect origin for Leia, and mm-hmm. like, I unlike how they did with like Solo. Um, I like that it was not exactly like he didn't get everything or she didn't get everything that's like core to her character like it's like it, it would have been dumb if they had like the the curls for her at the end of this this episode being like oh she's fully the Lilea that we knew and she doesn't change for nine years mm-hmm. you know there's still room for for growth there yeah it, it's a nice send-off like there's one glaring plot hole there like why why does she say Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. You served my father in the Clone Wars. Like, she doesn't even know him. Yeah. That's the only thing. It's just another... I really, I really don't see that as one of the more... Like, that's one of the less severe <laughs> plot holes to me. But it's definitely there. The only thing I could think to explain that is that um, she doesn't know who this is gonna like come into contact with. She wants so to hide it the, from whoever. Keep it under wraps. Yeah, but I, get I got it. that snubbed down by Sean today. Um, he's just like oh, that wouldn't make sense because they know where this is going or whatever. Like she knows that where R two is going or whatever. I don't know. He made some explanation. Well, I, I, I mean, I like it would still be as bad as information if getting it, the information of that she wants to team up with Obi Wan. Yeah, that would already be just as bad as information to the Empire as telling this the story of, of the show to the him. I understand it. It doesn't make any sense either way, All right. but it's whatever. Now bring everything back full circle. Hello there. That he, was, said, the he meme. said the meme. He said the meme. Deborah Chow knows what we want. At least yes. gentlemen. Oh man. So like, yeah, he always like, you want to meet Luke? And like, like begrudgingly, he's like, want to meet him <laughs> it's just like hey you know you seem then, sad let me cheer you up <laughs> and he does his best al guinness impression hello there <laughs> it was very well done yeah very well done and then the icing on the cake you can go ahead and say it i don't know what you mean <laughs> the end of the show oh yeah qui-gon fucking <laughs> <laughs> it was my last note so yeah uh yeah qui-gon shows up and finally um it'd been hinted at like master yes. where are you i'm so glad that liam neeson decided to show up on set for two minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all we needed you know where have you i've been waiting for you <laughs> yeah well, like, and so i um i'm conflicted on on the reasoning of why he, obi-wan finally sees qui-gon well it takes a while for him to learn this thing as you would have said yeah right. so i can so it's my understanding. Uh, it was. It was my understanding at the end of episode three. Um, Yoda teaches Obi Wan how to convene with Qui Gon, and like that's the end of the story. But I guess he's been so depressed this these entire ten years, mm-hmm. and he's been unable to, and he's detached himself from the Force. Fractured. Yeah. So he's very emotionally broken, mm-hmm. and after this adventure, he's healed. He's, he's found peace. The mental hurdle that he had to overcome. Yeah, I like that yeah. inclusion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple things. It breaks canon a little bit, um, because for some reason, um, oh yeah. Be- so, um, in, in George Lucas said that um, Qui Gon doesn't show up 
in the the original trilogy um because um he hadn't mastered the he Qui-Gon never mastered the the physical form of the okay. Force Ghost. Okay. And sure, that makes sense why he doesn't show up in the in the original trilogy. I understand that, but at the same time, I don't think he shows up because he's not like integral to Luke's story. You know, because like the three Force Ghosts at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, I get why each one of them those they're there. Why or um, Obi Wan, Anakin, and Yoda—they're all integral to um, Luke's story, right? So, some random Liam Neeson guy showing up at the end of Return of the Jedi wouldn't make any sense. No, yeah. So, I, I'm I'm okay with Qui Gon showing up at the end of this series. That's all. I'm I saying. was just expecting a voice. I would have been fine with a voiceover. I would have been oh, fine. Okay. I literally would have been fine. It's like, oh, there you are. Or something like that. And then cuts to black or something. It's like, yeah, okay. I was like, oh. So I want to get your opinion on this. So New Rockstars had um, this thing on their WikiLeaks uh, thing uh, recently. And it's um, Qui-Gon, was he helping Obi-Wan throughout this series? Little by little, like helping Lo- Leia float a little bit? Because he's very weak. And stuff like that. Oh. That he had been flowing his way through him. And then also, like, with holding back all that water in the fucking... Oh, yeah, like, okay. Could have been helping him yeah, out a lot. Because at the beginning of episode four, when he holds up the, the water, he can barely... In the beginning of the episode, he can barely move, like, a pencil or yeah. wherever he's moving. He made, like, a sound table. to get those stormtroopers away or something like that. Yeah. That could have been him easily. But, like, he needs a little more to hold back that the weight of the been fucking a- ocean. <laughs> That, so, that could have been an explanation. I think that's that's a cool headcanon thing. It, definitely it, cool. So that's something that doesn't like it's that doesn't re- rely on that. Mm-hmm. You know, it still works. So yeah. So I, I think that would. I like how they didn't really explain that because that leaves it up to us to kind of like that. That would also make sense because they leave things up to us to interpret in this whole show. So yeah. It kind so of, do you see what I mean though? Like that doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like the show relying on that yes. explanation. Yes. You know. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, that's the last thing I really had. For, yeah, uh, that's the last thing I have for this episode. I do have a lot of notes. Well, not a lot, but a decent amount of notes for the overall okay rating of the show and what I think the show does and doesn't do successfully. The floor is yours. Okay, I'm gonna just like try oh. to pay attention the whole. Oh time. yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right. Okay. Wait. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the show is middling. It's not a dumpster fire like some are claiming, but not truly great by any means. Um, I wanted more of a focus on the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin and what that means now that everything is broken. And I think that's what the show should have been. I mean, it's a, I think it's a huge missed opportunity that that wasn't the focus of the show. I think the focus of the show was about Leia and Reva and just kind of like the plot of of this show instead of the emotional journey that obi-wan should be going on there's a rumor out there that that was added in last minute to the show like the whole leia leia and reva thing leia, well no reva was there from the beginning okay but leia her whole arc was added in at the end and kind of intertwined with reva i understand so. why it was there because they have to get obi-wan off of tatooine somehow mm-hmm. and but i think there's i think there's a better way to do it i think you could have the inquisitors closing in on on him um on Tatooine and he has to like lure them away from Luke, right? So you could find something to do with that. But um there's this girl named Jay Stubes, I think that's her name on TikTok. She's pretty big. She's kind of part of the soups, um, straw hat goofy kind of 
you know, group of movie critics on, on TikTok. Okay. She brought up an excellent point about this is um, th- where she said this is the story that the writers have chosen to tell. And if you don't, if it's not going exactly how you had it in your head, that's not the show's fault. That's your fault. I agree with it being in a sense of like, oh, I don't think Reva would have done this or I don't think this would have happened exactly that particular way. So because it, uh, re- disregarding um, inconsistencies with characters we already know because I have a lot of problems with Vader, Vader's inconsistencies particularly. Um, but I understand what she's saying in that sense. Like this is this is what the writers are are doing and if you don't like it that's more your problem i'm criticizing the premise of that they the starting point i think they started off with the wrong idea and that 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 should have like i said that should have been obi-wan and anakin's story instead of including this you know what i mean instead of instead of it being obi-wan coming back from the light and it should have been more about you know Obi-Wan realizing Anakin's dead and more so they did they did a little bit of it I should say so you're saying it should have been a movie it should have been a movie yeah. short to the point it should have yep. just been a, been that that one scene that was condensed where like my friend is truly dead that whole thing that should have been the whole movie and we we got a glimpse of it and it's just it's just it should have been more and not with all this other nonsense it's a little insulting but <laughs> nonsense isn't the, quite the word but yeah um, I, I understand your rationale. Yeah. <clears throat> the episode five flashbacks are a good start, but not nearly a, enough of what the story should have been from the start. Okay. Um, some people would say, aren't you glad they're making Star Wars? And it's that I say no. Because Star Wars has always been special. It should be candled with the utmost respect and care every time anything Star Wars is shown on screen. If and Disney has proven to be playing fast and loose with, with Star Wars itself, and they're just they're they're creatively bankrupt in a lot of ways. Okay, so they shouldn't play fast and loose with the um, original characters, like the uh, legacy characters. At the they very should, least, I, yeah, they, no. should, they can do whatever they want with whoever else they want. Like Reva, full reign, do what they want with her because she was never really in this until now. So, like, I understand why they kind of made her the way they did, just mm. because of that. And yet, they didn't really mess too much with Obi Wan. I mean, they yeah they they didn't yeah they didn't absolutely ruin him. Like I think they ruined no, Luke. They didn't. They definitely didn't ruin Vader. Yeah, um, no, Vader is very is done very well. But who else are the legacy ones there? Leia, Leia is Leia. Bale is technically. Luke. Bale is Bale. They're all of themselves. All the other things are new characters. I'll argue Bale is kind of an idiot in this. Boy, he's a dad. That, he's a dad. That's a different point. That I'll, I should have mentioned that earlier. But Bale, he's like he leaves the fucking message on the on the tracker thing, and then Obi Wan happens to drop it. Yeah, there's a lot (laughs) of happenstance happening in the show. Right, yeah. There's a lot of plot armor, a lot of happenstance, and that is where this show kind of fails, and I understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily completely upset about Reva. I don't don't think she's the worst character ever ever written in Star Wars. She's Haja. (laughs) Yeah, Haja Haja is not, you know. (laughs) He's the comedic relief. He's the comedic relief. I get it, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I talked with Alyssa about that earlier today, so yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's perfectly fine. It's, you know. 
But Riva, like, she's she's just a middling character. She embodies my my feelings on this show. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Um, but the thing is about this is that I still watch Revenge of the Sith over and over and over again. Religiously. Not not because of your own choice. (laughs) It's a tradition at this point. (laughs) But are we honestly going to, like, Star Wars has lived in the zeitgeist for 40 years. And in the past seven years, it's, it's been divisive to say the least. So do you really think that we're, that we, I know, I know that I'm not, or people in general are going to go back to this series as many times as Revenge of the Sith has endured. No, but every generation has divisiveness, like the original trilogy versus the prequels, the prequels versus the sequels, and then even more so the original trilogy versus the sequels. So like every generation has their gripes, and I think it's just more divisive now because we have so much more media out there nowadays, so much more, you know, just internet access. There's... Yeah, a it's, lot it's, of def- it's everywhere. Stuff going around. Yeah, so we are one of those. That is all. Yeah, our we're, we're reporting, so, on, or we're reporting, we're reporting on this right now. The fuck are we're we? talking about it? Right, <laughs> we're putting it into the zeitgeist. So, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's just I just don't feel like this is special, like the rest of Star, the original saga is, and that's just my feelings on it. I, if anyone who genuinely does feel that this is the the best possible series that they could have made. I am happy for you, but it's just Disney Star Wars just hasn't been for me. Like the best thing that they've made is Mandalorian season one, you know, one rogue one. Oh, rogue one. Yeah. Rogue one. I think is one of the best <laughs> Disney, Disney Star Wars movies. Yeah. Because, but that's mostly because of Vader, you know, if I'm being honest, they finally gave us that badass Vader scene. And so, I mean, a real war movie for Star Wars. So I like that. It's yeah. so you see what, see what they did with that one is it's, it's a new idea in the vein of Star Wars. Characters, except for Saul Guerrero, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's so it's... They, they, they walked the line of, you know, honoring the original trilogy or the, what came before while improving it on a different area. In this show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, sure, it didn't outright disrespect any legacy characters, but I don't think it it almost doesn't really justify its existence. And that's where I think I have an issue with it. Cause I, I want star Wars to be special and it just doesn't feel special to me anymore. And I know it's sad, but you know what I mean? I, so you, but I'm glad that you kind of, you, you're like, you like it more than I do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. And I think it's time we start to rate this show. So are we going to rate it as a whole? Or are we going to rank episodes? How do you want to do this? Um, I think, well, what do we do for Boba Fett? Book of Boba Fett. Do we, do we rate it, rate it, then rank it? I don't know, but let's do that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to rate it at a 78. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What is and your I'm, ranking for episode-wise? Worst to best? Best to worst. Best to worst. Okay. Best? Um, six. Um, it's going to be six. It's either six or one. Six, one, five, Three, um, two, four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I give this show eighty-three. It's very, it's very good for a Star Wars TV show. Um, 
obviously nowhere near the level of Clone Wars or Rebels or any yeah, of that. Yeah. It's better than Bad Batch. Um, <laughs> God, don't bring up that. <laughs> um, anyway, so the ranking for me goes, oh, six, five, three, one, two, four. Six, six, five, three, three. Yeah, one, okay. Two, four. One, two, four. That makes sense. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not really, but. <laughs> no, you obviously don't agree. But <laughs> we're close enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. It's a solid show all, all together. And, uh, yeah. I'm, and well, let's talk about, um, season two. Like, do we want it? Do we not no. want it? You don't want it season no. two? Okay. Absolutely not. Yeah. I don't really want it either. We got what we got. I think it's perfect the way it ended. It wrapped up very nicely mm-hmm. for the show. Because um, if they dip their toe into the whole Vader Obi Wan thing again, it's not going to make sense. It's not going to. It had to be do, do with the path probably. So they're probably going to lead into the path with somewhere else in this. Maybe a Cal Kestis show. Maybe the path is going to be with him or Quinlan Voss. Maybe get his own show, something like that. Okay. I don't know, but it's definitely going to be a show that focuses on the path because cool. they wouldn't just bring that up without any. Thing to, going on in the future. Yeah. So, what's your opinion on the uh, potential Reva show? See, I've heard that, but I don't believe that. Um, oh, I thought I it was. Like her, I could see her showing up in some a show down the line, but I don't think she's going to get her own show just because of all the backlash she's faced. Yeah. Uh, nothing against her performance. I loved her performance, but I think just because of all this backlash that the fans have given her, I don't think they're going to. Yeah, in like own show. Maybe we should make a disclaimer that you know. Call, being hurtful towards the actor is not the way to go. Criticize the performance, criticize the writing, don't attack the actor. It's they're doing the best with what they're given. Yeah, and that it's not their fault. None of it. It's not their, their fault. fault. Yeah, like so. I totally that's the understand. Part, that's the part of the Star Wars fan base that I cannot stand. Yeah, and that's so. that's the you know I hate saying this word, but that's the only part of the fandom that I would call toxic. Mm-hmm. Most of Star Wars is great. I yeah. the fan base is great, very including, very just yeah, well, brilliant. I, yeah, I mean, well, so, we, you seen the crowds at Star Wars Celebration? It's genuinely, it's the biggest. I think it's the biggest fan base in yeah. the world, right? Yeah, because everyone can relate to it. Same thing with Marvel. Marvel's getting up there now too. Yeah, yeah, Marvel is also really huge. So, okay, which fan base is better, Star Wars or Marvel? Which fan base is better? Oh, Marvel by a mile. <laughs> yeah, like overall, because, just like because j- yeah. just just this podcast, we're on kind of two different sides of it. Yeah, and just imagine that at way more of an extreme. Everybody hates something about Star Wars, and then you know everybody hates something about the other person and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Because they end up getting way too defensive about something, and then it just gets exactly. Things. Yeah, it's just stupid. Like yeah, it's it's, movies, it's too it's. Guys. <laughs> It's too much passion, and I'll give it that. Grant, I have a lot of passion when it comes oh, to Oh, yeah, you do. But I'm not going to outright hate anyone who disagrees with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But some people don't have that self-control, and not to, like, praise myself, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Some people some people genuinely hate other people over a fucking movie. Hmm? It's very petty. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's uh, where we should end this podcast. Yeah. Um, we're seen before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at Seen It Beforecast. That's S C E N E It Beforecast. Did I say Twitter? No. TikTok. Okay, it's, it's TikTok it's, and Instagram. It's playing up above my head right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him. Um, and then. 
Twitter with the handle at Sib underscore pod. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram at Danny underscore Wass, my letterbox at DJ Wass, or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. I haven't actually posted on YouTube in quite a while, even though I said, so there's one, there was one commenter that said like, oh, I really hope this guy does some more stuff. And I wrote to him like, yeah, more to come. And then I posted one video after that. And I just haven't, I haven't posted anything. <laughs> But man, you know, I'm you're still getting disappointing your fan, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, the boy, the boy. Oh my God, you almost knocked. Yeah, him I know. Off. <laughs> Don't knock the boy. I was off. looking at the monitor when I did. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Well, it's been an honor as usual. We'll see you next time.